for the Redbird Report podcast with the TV voice of the cards, Danny Mack, and Cards World Series champion Brad Thompson on 101 ESPN. This is the Redbird Report podcast on 101 ESPN. I'm Danny Mack and Brad Thompson alongside as we get set for what should be an unbelievable weekend in St. Louis. Could be the final weekend for three legends of the Cardinals, Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, Albert Pujols. We know for sure two of the three will retire after this season. But the road trip has come to a close uh, last night, Brad. And let's talk about the trip. And first and foremost, you got to bring up Albert Pujols. Successful trip in terms of the team. They're going to postseason play. That's most important. But Albert gets number 700 in L.A., so an outstanding trip for the Cardinals. Oh, it was incredible. And uh, for you... The call on 700, Dan, was... Thanks a lot. Too soon, isn't it? A little bit too soon. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. I didn't yeah. need to do that. Uh, but, it, no, it, it was an incredible trip. The emotions that are there and uh, for, for all of the individual things that have happened throughout this year, and certainly 700 is a milestone that you and I both agree no one will touch again. It's not going to happen. Uh, and Adam and Wayne, or Adam and uh, Yachty doing what they did, setting the most most starts together as a battery, we will never see that again. Yet there has been a constant. This is something that Ollie Marmel talked about. Throughout all of that, it has been about the team, and it's been about the team's goal. And one of your goals is to get yourself in a position to get to the postseason, and the Cardinals with a victory in Game 1 against the Brewers were able to do that. They win the Central Division. They give themselves some time to get healthy, set up their rotation, do what they want to do. It's a huge first step for this Cardinal ball club. There's a lot of question marks that, you know, for me, still need to be answered. And that's why the six games, even though you know you've won the division, are still very important. And some of those questions could be answered this weekend with your starting pitching. Uh, Jordan Montgomery has not been great his last handful of starts. Jack Flaherty, his last handful of innings against the Padres was outstanding. So I'm looking forward to seeing those two guys and what they got, and it does then play into what maybe you're doing in postseason play. Well, I'll even add another wrinkle. It's Sunday with Adam Wainwright. Like, you really need to know what you're having there after he's had a handful of outings with the dead arm, uh, as he's talked about a lot, that just have not been good. And really, uh, I don't know how much confidence you could have with the way he's throwing the ball in a postseason series. So I'm really hoping that you see a better one on Sunday. But you're right. you got two guys right now in Miles Michaelis. Miles, the last two especially, he's been incredibly sharp. And then Quintana has done nothing but be consistent for you since coming over in a trade. So those are two guys right now, if I'm penciling it in, and certainly as Ali has talked about, uh, it depends on who you play. Like There are going to be some different uh, variations depending on who it ends up being in that game, whether it be the Phillies, uh, could be the Padres, or st- still could be the Brewers, uh, even though it's going to be a little bit of an uphill battle for them as they don't own the tiebreaker against either one of the teams. Uh, but uh, I just think that this weekend is going to be a big one. I hope Flaherty comes out mm-hmm. and really gives you another performance. Last time out, he punched out nine. He did end up walking four in that game. You'd love to see him settle that down. But he has got an added element that you just don't have a ton of in this rotation. Although we say that in the last two starts uh, with, with Michaelis and with Quintana, they've combined to punch out 16. But you would love to have another guy that can do that. I think what's interesting is that Nolan Arenado, by the way, is sitting on three, uh, 299 home runs. And for the longest time this year, 
We were waiting for Goldie to hit 300. That was like the big milestone before all these other things happened. That's another sidebar to this weekend. I, I just think emotions are going to be high. I think guys will be pumped up to play in front of the home fans with everything at stake in terms of what we mentioned for the big three, but also Nolan Arenado, a chance to, to get to 300. What do you think the emotions will be like for the players this weekend? Oh, I think they're going to be incredibly high. I think, and you've said this stage all year long, the, these guys feed off the crowd and especially, uh, you know, the, the, old guys if you will the the veteran guys that are that are uh, on their way out in albert and yachty and albert always tends to rise to the occasion but uh goldie and arenado and, and the entire crowd like how could you ease into a series even though it's against the buckos and even though you've already clinched when you have an atmosphere like you're going to have this weekend and all he already talked about he's like we're not here to lose games and they still want to continue the momentum that they built throughout this season through the final six games of the year. So I expect them to come out there. I think that you'll see largely a very normal lineup over the weekend as uh, in game two against the Brewers. You got some guys some rest after the clinch day. You have the off day, and uh, then you get right back to action. But I I see largely, especially this weekend, when you're rolling out Flaherty, Montgomery, and Wainwright, I really think that we're going to see a pretty normal Cardinal lineup and hopefully uh, a series win, if not a sweep. Sunday, the gates will open around 1030, 10:45, uh, 12:30. Make sure you're in your seat, and that'll be a pregame ceremony for uh, specifically Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. Uh, they will dress the crowd. They're, they're going to get some gifts. Family and friends will be on hand. Um, Cardinals always do these things with a lot of class. I remember being at, at Ollie, uh, Ozzie's farewell, and that was amazing in itself. I just think emotions this weekend will be something that you will remember if you're a fan of sports even, not even just a Cardinal fan, a fan of sports, uh, you'll remember the rest of your life. And this reunion with Albert could not have gone any better, and I bet it, uh, some more chapters of that will be added this weekend. I just really hope that the Cardinals who do everything right don't bring in some hack to MC it. So have you been asked? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I just, I just wasn't, I wasn't sure. Have you? Look, again, you're setting these things up on a tee for me to come back at you when you're trying to set me up, and I don't like that. Anyway, I'm going to come right back at you. Anyways, Dan's going to MC that event, uh, so, and, and it, it's going to be a great time, and you're right. There, there are going to be a bunch of emotions, a lot of guys that you see generally stoic, and you've seen them at the biggest moments, the highest highs. Uh, well, all of those memories that you have, I guarantee you over this weekend, they're going to come flashing back to yeah. them, and especially as you start talking about some of those moments in front of you know 45,000 people. Plus, I mean, it's going to be a packed house at Bush Stadium. So uh, it's going to be special. And, and to echo your point, get there. Get there early. Uh, we already know it's bobbleheads, right? Mm-hmm. I told you uh, last homestand that I thought that I had the game time wrong as I'm, I'm coming to work right. and I see people lined up uh, down the street already. I said, oh, my God, I missed it. Um, that's yeah. uh, like my worst nightmare. So uh, get there early. Enjoy the festivities and enjoy getting a chance to see these guys uh, yet again for another homestand. But the, the beauty of it is, we still get the postseason. Like that. That's what. Uh, that, that's what. I'd be way more sad potentially about this weekend if the Cardinals weren't heading to October and just trying to put an exclamation point at the end of this great season. Well, the other thing that we're talking about too is getting healthy. So Tyler O'Neill has got to get back on the field. You would like to think that that would happen this weekend, and he's got to show you something here in the final uh, six games against Pittsburgh that he's healthy enough to play, be out there every day, and and ready to go. And then the other one would be Jordan Hicks. I, I would assume he'd want to have an appearance or two out of Jordan. 
just to make sure that he's healthy. But I think the big one is that if Tyler O'Neill is right, it changes the look of your lineup. When you've got Arenado Goldie and Albert in the middle of your lineup, no particular order, but then you add a Tyler O'Neill, if healthy and producing, it's a different looking lineup. It lengthens your lineup. We've been saying it all year, but now you're at the finish line. You got to see if he's healthy. Even the threat of production, honestly, with, with him, because he's still an elite defender. He's got crazy good speed, and then he can run into one. So I'm not expecting him to come off of the IL and be 2021 getting MVP votes, Tyler O'Neill. But you do expect him to be able to change a game, and that's the skill set that he has. Now, for Tyler O'Neill, I don't know exactly what he's going through. I don't know what he's feeling on a day to day basis. I do know this, though, you're running out of time. So if he wants to get back and be a part of it, maybe be. 100% is not in the cards. What can you play through? And what, what can you end up doing at the end of the season? I think we'll find out. I'm in trade with Ben Deluzio. Uh, last night, he had a couple of hits. Defensively, very good. We saw him get a double, his first extra base hit in the big leagues. We saw it, too. When he runs, I mean, he is as fast as anybody in the game. Long legs, he's moving. He's a difference maker in that regard. Um, and we've seen him score from first on other plays. So I'm, to me, that's an intriguing guy. DeYoung is kind of an intriguing guy looking forward to what you're, you know, making the roster uh, for postseason play. I mean, there's some decisions that you have to make. And when you have a three-game series, you don't have to carry every starter. So that's something to, to keep in mind on how deep you want to go with your team. Yeah, certainly. Well, the more that you think about it with both of those guys, uh, Deluzio is he's he would be on my roster. Not to say he's definitely going to be on that one, but the added element that you're talking about, defensive replacement late, a guy that can pinch run and you know that he can change a game with his speed. I like having little pieces like that when you're trying to build a postseason roster. And when it comes to Paul DeYoung, there, I mean, there's no way around it. DeYoung has struggled, boy. It has mm-hmm. been a bad year yet again for Paul DeYoung. It's been a trying year for him mentally, I'm sure, as he spent plenty of time in AAA. He's come back up to the big leagues offensively. It hasn't been there. But defensively, it has. And defensively, he's going to be a guy that late in the game, he comes in as a defensive replacement at shortstop, potentially you move Tommy Edmond back to second, and that's your best defensive infield. And really, when you look at the roster, you only got two guys. If, yeah. he, if he's not a part of it, you only got two guys that can play middle infield in Donovan and Edmond. I don't think that they would want to take that chance of losing one of those guys and being short a middle infielder. So Paul DeYoung will end up being a part of it. And uh, depending on what, what the role looks like, what they're asking him to do, I hope he has big moments, man. He's a guy that I find myself rooting for. I want him to do well. He's a good dude, but it has been a struggle for him for sure. I'll wrap it up with this. Uh, I'll pose the question to both of us, what we're looking forward to the most this weekend. For me, um, just the the send-off that those two guys get and I'd love to see Albert pop one at home and to see the reaction that he would get. That would be the the cherry on top, if you will, but the send-off, the standing ovations for every plate appearance on Sunday, Wayno scheduled to go. He comes out to a standing ovation, but if Albert could hit one more, that's the cherry on top for me. Oh, I love that. I love that one for sure, and uh, I don't want to totally piggyback yours, so I'll go with the other guy, or one of the other guys. I want to see Adam Wainwright go out on Sunday and shove. Mm-hmm. I want him to go out there, and he's finishing his pitches, and he looks good, and he's in command. He's been searching for it recently. I hope he finds it. That's what I want to see on Sunday. That's BT. I'm Danny Mack, and this is the Redbird Report on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Redbird Report podcast with the TV voice of the cards, Danny Mack, and cards World Series champion Brad Thompson on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. 
It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division-favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time, and clearly he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.